This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Number two. This is Lock and Load. Joining me now from Shooting News Weekly is editor Dan Zimmerman. So I, I don't get to call you editor in chief on this one, right? Um, technically, I think I'm just editor. Okay, it well, all works. Still, it impresses me altogether. So. I'm Let's talk about this. That uh, you've got a you've got an article up that uh, just came out. Uh, let's see. Yeah, on the 13th. And the the title of it is this is the financial disaster Wayne Pierre is, Wayne LaPierre is leaving at the NRA. Tell me about this. Yeah, um well as your listeners probably know, the NRA is on trial in New York as we speak, um off for the weekend and MLK day tomorrow, but they'll be back uh in session on Tuesday. And um Wayne LaPierre announced his resignation uh, before the trial started, allegedly due to health concerns. Um, but um, the bigger problem, uh, of course, is the financial state of the NRA um, and the condition in which he leaves it as he exits um, in, in uh, shame and uh, um ignominy here. Um, a a uh, professor from Ohio State University, Brian Middendorf, took a look at the NRA um, and where they are, where they were back in 2017, where they are today, and it's not a pretty picture, um, as most of us expected. Um, they have greatly cut back on their core mission um, expenditures and programs. Um, and up until they, they, they went in all in on the 2016 election and, and threw a ton of money at that. Um, and then as uh, in 2019, as a lot of these scandals um, came to light involving LaPierre, um, other uh, officers of the organization, and uh, some board members. Um, the NRA started slashing its programs and shifting the money it had uh, to pay its attorney. And um, at the same time, membership started to decline pretty significantly. Um, nobody seems to have firm a firm handle on that number, but it seems to have dropped by a good 20%, maybe even more, maybe maybe as much as 25% um, since uh, 
since all the scandals have come to light. Um, for instance, education and training back in 2017, they spent $8 million. Now they're spending three. Field services, I'm not sure what that, what constitutes field services. That's gone from $12 million to $1 million. Uh, recreational shooting programs have gone from seven to five, not quite as bad there. But the, the, the real problem here is their, their overall spending on program has gone from $176 million, and I know listening to numbers on the radio isn't great, but $176 million down to 73 And their administrative and legal expenses have gone from $4 million to $44 million. <laughs> um, That's all so, Brewer and company, isn't it? Exactly. So Mr. Brewer is getting very wealthy, um, draining the NRA of its... Uh, it's available fund um, while NRA members are getting less and less for the membership dollar. And this is all, of course, due to the mismanagement, misfeasance, malfeasance, nonfeasance of Wayne LaPierre and the rest of NRA management. Well, I, I guess they're going to, so, um, it's going to be a bit of a journey for them, isn't it? It's going to get. It's going to be ugly, um, because as uh, Professor Mittenberg writes here, um, it's starting to look like a sort of a death spiral, um, where where they start using these funds for you know legal expenses and, and you know basically legal self-defense, uh, the membership gets fewer services. Therefore, mem- the number of members drops, which means funds, uh, the, the organization gets few, less funds in uh, um, dues and um, uh, donations. And that means the organization has still less money to spend on member services. And that probably will then result in fewer members and there you go. And that's all before any result of this current trial. Um, and if they lose most likely the appointment of some sort of a special master to run the organization, to purge the officers and the board members and reconstitute the whole operation. Um, which won't be good for membership either. A lot of people aren't going to want to join the NRA members when it's under court-appointed uh, management. So, yeah, it's not a good picture for people who are members of and care about what the NRA does and is supposed to be doing. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Well, and as of right now, we, we know of nothing about what they intend to do to try to get back on a better path, do we? No, that'll all depend on the outcome of the trial, uh, which we won't know for weeks now. Um, literally the first, first uh, couple of uh, witnesses uh, started to be heard at the end of last week, and it's all going to 
continue now for quite a while. Um, possible that uh, Wayne LaPierre could be on the stand as early as this week. Um, and then again, it'll all depend on the outcome of the trial. And uh, if the you NRL know, loses, what the judge decides is a reasonable way to fix this nonprofit under New York state laws. Any chance that uh, Wayne LaPierre will face any sort of punitive damages or anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that um, the obviously the he's named as a defendant in, in, the, in the civil fraud suit. Um, he is going to be subject to possible orders, um, uh, clawbacks, uh, trying to extract money that the court finds that he took from the NRA against the association's rules and procedures and policies. Um, so, yes, he's absolutely subject to having some of that money, who knows how much, um, pulled back and restored to the association. Um, the judge could absolutely order that kind of thing. Now, I know you mentioned something uh, to go along with this, uh, and uh, I do want to talk about that, but we're coming up on the first break. Shootingnewsweekly.com, a new website, not even a month old yet. I actually went live 10 days ago, already making waves, as far as I'm concerned, already assuming the mantle of what I consider to be the, the edge of breaking news when it comes to the gun culture. We'll be right back talking to Dan Zimmerman this is Lock and Load. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers. 
years, simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamgaday.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. Welcome back. This is Lock and Low talking to Dan Zimmerman from Shooting News Weekly. And I, I know you'd said there was something that was going to come out in relation to that. Do you want to talk about that now? Well, yeah, as I said, um, uh, there's a couple of um, witnesses have already been called and start began to testify. Uh, there's an expert in New York state law as it applies to nonprofits. And he talked about how uh, nonprofits are held to a much higher standard than for-profit operations in terms of their expenditures, and everything has to be consistent with the mission of the nonprofit. Um, and then they called former treasurer and CFO Woody Phillips. Um, uh, he was treasurer from '92 to 2018, um, and um, the prosecution um, got him to admit to steering a 
large contract. I think it was about $1.4 million contract to his girlfriend. Um, uh, and I think she provided telephone marketing services or something like that. So when you get those phone calls from the NRA, I think that was her operation that was doing the work back then. Um, uh, he also, you know, worked out a consulting contract uh, under which he'd be paid after he, after he left the NRA and who knows how much. So, you know, while all the attention and everything goes to, uh, is directed at LaPierre because of the, the big, big dollar items like uh, private planes and the suits and the security and the travel and all that kind of thing, the, the vacation, um, uh, which the New York attorney general claimed uh, um, that, that all added up to a loan to about $11 million. Um, he wasn't the only one. Um, that was, it seemed to be a, a, a pretty common practice among the, officer level people at the NRA. Um, what's worse is that Phillips, Phillips was the one who apparently allegedly worked out the deal with Ackerman Queen to launder all these expenses through ACMAC. Uh, <laughs> so that all of this stuff. That you you mean all that outside. money wasn't going to uh, NRA TV? <laughs> NRA TV? No, somehow not. Um, no, well, yeah, what happened, again, for, for, for your listeners' edification, um, all these expenses and things that were being, being uh, bought and paid for outside of the policies and approval of the NRA, um, that was that all went on, onto a credit card that was held by Ackerman McQueen, and then Ackerman McQueen would be reimbursed for all that by billing that as marketing expenses to the NRA with little or no detail. Um, and when some somebody like um, former President um, Oliver North asked for detail and tried to find out what was going on in there, that's when he was asked to find other employment. Um, so yeah, they were, they were laundering all these expenses through Ackerman McQueen. Um, and, uh, that was a deal that was apparently, uh, dreamed up and, and worked out with ACMAC by former CFO Phillips. Right. Hmm. <laughs> so it was quite an above board operation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I tried to get I tried to get on board with Ackerman McQueen. I, I couldn't under I, I just couldn't understand. I, I was like trying to. I really was trying to figure out why NRA TV was such a big thing. But it then you go to the NRA show and you see the trappings of what they have. And I mean, while uh, if you looked at the Ackerman McQueen setup. You'd say, "Oh well, they, they 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 get a lot of money coming into them." They didn't. That didn't show all of that money. I mean, it was a, it was a fine setup and everything. I just want to get on board with them just because it seemed like they had such a well put together operation. Well, they did have a well put together operation. It was very professional, but uh, nobody was watching. Was, nobody was watching. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody was paying any attention. No. Wasn't getting any traction anywhere. Nobody and was watching. As a result, the NRA didn't get any bang for its buck. 
in the room. I, that was a very big buck too. Yeah. Well, I not to mention forty-two. Million, other, was it forty-two uh, million a year? Yeah, it was something like I don't remember the exact number, but that sounds that rings a bell. Yeah, that for, I, I don't know why that particular number they were sticks in all my head too. High-profile talking heads, you know, a significant amount of money, you know, you know, to do the work. You know, those people, of course, they didn't do anything wrong. They were doing the work. They were doing exactly what they're paid to do. Right. People like Dana Lash and Colleen Noir and Stinchfield and all of, all those other people. Um, you know, they were doing exactly what they were paid to do and producing content. The trouble was nobody was consuming it. But very few people were. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that well. I mean, th- there was a time there, wasn't so. Dana Lash, when she was a spokesperson for gun, uh, not gun, for NRA, she was a Ackerman McQueen employee. Yeah, I believe all those. People, As was all Oliver those North. Were, yeah, uh, correct. Correct. That was a thing. Without a doubt, that was a thing. That was a. I never understood that. I when, when I heard that, and that was in 2019. That's when it really all started to fall apart, wasn't it? Yeah, it was right at the 2019 NRA show, and there was I was at the annual meeting because we heard what was what was going on, and you know there was the big long table with all the officers uh, and everybody there, and there was a spot there for for North, and he was not there, and. Um, uh, it all blew up in the, in the in a couple of days before that. He issued, I remember, he issued a, an open letter. I think, right, describing what his to the membership, describing what his concerns were, and how he tried to get information and couldn't. Um, and he was um, trashed by NRA management as not being everything he said he was. It, it was a whole mess. So, I think. We, by now, we all know who was on the right side of that. Yep, of yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. Anyway, interest, this is an interesting time to be observing this. So I, I guess this is going to be a marathon as they try to emerge on the other side of this. And I hope they do, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bit of an ordeal, isn't it? It's going to be very much an ordeal. I mean, those of us who care about gun rights in this country appreciate the value of a strong and effective and um, and, and, and forceful NRA that is a voice for gun owners and gun rights in this country. Gotcha. Um, but that hasn't been the case now for years, thanks to all this. Um, and we're, we can only hope that that's what emerges on the other side after all. There you go. Done. Hang on for me, if you will. We'll be right back talking to Dan Zimmerman. This is Lock and Load. A 
operate. At Staccato, we know there's no such thing as a fair fight. And we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate. At Staccato, we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in a gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively, reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. The Arctic air is continuing across much of the country. A new alert from the National Weather Service says dangerously low temperatures and wind chills are expected to reach the south by next week. Meantime, freezing rain in the Pacific Northwest is being blamed for over 150,000 power outages in Oregon. Blizzard-like conditions were reported in Buffalo, New York over the weekend where the Bills and Steelers wildcard game had to be postponed until later today. The rising cost of housing is keeping many Gen Zers from living on their own. A recent Credit Karma survey of 1,249 adults in the United States found that 31% of Gen Zers are continuing to live at home with a parent or other family member. In total, 24% of American adults, regardless of age, can no longer afford to pay their rent, according to the survey. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits, view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. 
And welcome back. This is Lock and Load. I'm talking to Dan Zimmerman from Shooting News Weekly. And um, they've come out with a interesting, uh, they're referring to, some of the Democrats are referring to um, training as private paramilitary activity. (laughs) Tell me about this. Yeah, two of the usual suspects in uh, Congress, Ed Markey from uh, Massachusetts and Jamie Raskin, uh, who I believe is from Maryland, uh, took the opportunity of January 6th, which is now a high holy day for the Democrat Party, um, to draft a, a new bill which would outlaw what they call, as you say, private paramilitary activity. It's called the Preventing Private Paramilitary Activity Act. Um, and what is it? it is worded and structured in such a way that it is pretty vague. Uh, basically, um, any, act, any organized activity they, they, they couch this under the desire to um, to prevent malicious, you know, the development of malicious in this country, and uh, uh, who would uh, who would of course be only be interested in violently overthrowing the, the U.S. government. Um, the practical effect of this is um, people who and prosecutors um, who aren't fans of gun owners. Um, I'm not an attorney. I've just read the, some of the language here, and it, it's vague enough that it could be considered to outlaw pretty much any kind of military, or I'm sorry, not military, any kind of training um, that a prosecutor doesn't like. So if you take, as we point out here, if you take a, a carving class at Gunsight Academy, uh, you know, I mean, that's guys running around with ARs and shooting at targets. Um, that's probably something that idiots like Markey and Raskin would consider private paramilitary activity. <laughs> you and I would consider it a fun week in the Arizona desert. Nice weekend. Um, yeah. yeah, I've done it before, and it's great. Um, uh, and I have no intent of overturning the uh, overthrowing the, the U.S. government. Um, this thing has virtually no chance of passing. Certainly not in an election year. Um, so I'm not particularly worried about it, but, you know, depending how the election goes, whether the Republicans can hold the House, whether they can take the Senate, who knows what's going to happen in the White House, you, you, you never know. You've got to keep your eye on things like this. And as Jennifer Sunspot points out, um, you know, the Second Amendment was written to as a bulwark against tyranny as well, primarily as a bulwark against tyranny. Um, so if, she, you know, she says, you know, so it, 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 let's, let's say that, um, oh, I don't know, let's say, let's say we're, we find ourselves in a war and a president uh, decides that everyone of Asian descent should be uh, rounded up and put in a concentration camp. Not that anything like that would ever happen in this country. Yeah. Let's say that those people decided that that's, tyrannical and they were going to fight back against that um, under a, a law like this they wouldn't be able to organize 
they wouldn't be able to train um, and to defend themselves, and um, and they would uh, they would be in violation of this law. Um, so anyway, it's 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 a mess. Um, Any gun people in Congress love to. Um, write this kind of stuff and issue press releases, which of course both senators. Is it all uh, about the optics? Do they know that? Yeah, they, I mean, do they realize that there's just no way that would ever pass? So they do it for the optics for re-election or oh, something. That's, that's what most of this is. Of course, mm. um, you know, maybe they they hope that they get a useful idiot like a John Cornyn or somebody like that to sign on with them. Yeah. Um, and then they can claim that it's got bipartisan support. Um, then these things become more dangerous because they have more a more realistic chance of becoming law. Uh, but hopefully, even a moron like John Cornyn um, w- wouldn't sign on to something like this. Uh, although I have no no confidence in that at all, uh, given given his support for uh, the recent gun control legislation. So, how much of a chance? Do, I mean, does this have any chance at all? I, I, I don't think so. Certainly not in twenty twenty four. You know, my guess is that that's not going to happen. Um, and you know, and then who knows if they'll reintroduce it in the next Congress after the twenty twenty four election? We shall see. But you know, again, this is this was post January sixth anniversary grandstanding. Right. Um, uh, you know, Markey's press release was, was uh, entitled "Following January sixth anniversary, Senator Markey and Congressman Raskin introduced legislation to stop private paramilitary activity." Oh my gosh, private paramilitary! Activity. In other words, training shooting guns at a range or yeah. in the woods, yeah, and, yeah, uh, having fun. <laughs> I, I, so does that mean that the uh, that the uh, law enforcement can't do that either? Oh, no, that of course is that there's of course a carve out for uh, the military and for law enforcement, as there always is in these things. Of course, of course, of course. I, you know, the only thing is, I don't see anything like that passing, except in the states that already have stuff like that. I only see the blue states getting bluer. And I don't see any of the other states converting because of what's happening to the blue states. I agree. I mean, there's absolutely a bifurcation of the states going on in this country. has been for a long time, and a lot of people are voting with their feet. So the blue areas get blue, or the red areas get red. Well, in any event, I I saw that, and I was just... uh, Shouldn't... uh, wouldn't it be great if they passed a law in either the House or the Senate that they could not propose a law that went against the Constitution? Wouldn't that be a good thing? Of course, they, 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 that would all be semantics, and they would work their way around it, wouldn't they? Exactly. That's, you get it right on that. That's exactly what that I don't know what they expect. I mean, with 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 some of the stuff that they're trying to push and some of the things they want to see happen, given what's happened in Ukraine and Israel and what we see in the blue cities and all this other stuff. And have you seen that? that I can't remember this female's name, but she's a former North Korean uh, who has who got here 
And they asked her about guns, and she said, yes, I wish we had guns in North Korea, because they can, in North Korea, they can walk in there into your house, and they're going to be looking for the pictures of, you know, my dear leader. And if there's mm-hmm. dust on the picture frame, they can arrest you. Really? Yeah, take you to jail. <laughs> take you to jail. Yeah. For disrespect to in the, North Korea. They can arrest you for anything they darn well please. Yes. And uh, she said, you know, if if they're going to come there and we're all going to die anyway, at least we could make it cost them something. But as it is right now, it costs them nothing and they do whatever they want. I mean, some of the stuff she talked about. In North Korea, if they execute you, uh, most of the time they'll let the dog. They execute you so severely there's nothing left of you but dog food. And they have dogs come and take care of that. Oh, this thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shooting News Weekly. Brand new. Brand new website. Ten days old. And uh, they are already they are already taking the spot for where I go for the late breaking news. When it comes to the gun culture, Dan, of course, is the editor there. Um, I would have to say that so far the future looks bright. I think you guys have done a splendid job with this. It looks, it looks like the old soul that it is with all of the... Uh, all the people you've got working on it so that's a good thing when we get back we did have one important victory especially given the background of a few things this is lock and load Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack. Focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327. Or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. And welcome back. This is Lock and Low talking to Dan Zimmerman from the truthaboutguns.com. You're going to SHOT Show, aren't you? Yeah, I absolutely am. So this time next week, you will you be at SHOT Show? or I will be there. I'm flying uh, there on Saturday. Will you be available on that day? On Monday? On Sunday. On Sunday? Yeah. Uh, no, I have I'm going to. He had an event on something. Gotcha. I needed to know that. So anyway, we had a uh, we had a collateral damage point for for the gun grabbers fall the other day due to the Bruin decision. Tell me about this. Yeah, it's another one. It's a pretty significant one, and it's one a lot of people don't realize um, is a problem. Though. Most federal facilities are designated gun free zones, and the one that most people uh, frequent most often is United States post offices. Um, seems that the, a post office employee who apparently had to go out to his truck across a big um, parking lot at night, it's dark um, uh, in Florida, um, and has a Florida concealed carry permit, carried a firearm because he's worried about his safety. Now, he probably knew that that was illegal, but he did it anyway because he's worried about his own safety. Um, postal inspectors found out and arrested him. Um, however, Friday, 
U.S. Uh, District Judge Catherine Mizell um, ruled that that is unconstitutional and a violation of Second Amendment rights. Um, thanks, of course, to the Bruin decision. Uh, she wrote that possessing a firearm at a federal facility is an activity that falls within the plain text of the Second Amendment. Thus, the United States must show that a ban on firearms in ordinary post offices is consistent with our nation's founding era tradition, founding era tradition of firearms regulation. That, of course, is what the Bruin decision says. Got to be, every gun control law has to be consistent with the text, history, and tradition firearms law in this country. Um, finally, she wrote that the Supreme Court has been clear the government must point to historical principles that were permitted to prohibit firearms possession in post office. The United States fails to meet that burden. Thus, I dismiss the charge because it violates Mr. Ayala's Second Amendment right to bear arms. There you go. Um, that's a big deal. Uh, the DOJ will no doubt appeal this. Um, they will ask for some sort of injunction or something like that. Uh, I don't believe she, uh, she did not, all she did was dismiss the charges against Ayala. Um, so there's no order preventing people from enforcing a ban on carrying in the United States Post. I'm not sure what the next steps are. Again, I'm no lawyer. But uh, my guess is that the DOJ is going to appeal her ruling uh, to a higher court because they're not going to want United States Post Offices um, uh, as places where people are allowed to carry firearms. Uh, why? I'm not sure. Well, of course we know. Um uh, but if we can knock that down, that would be a very big win for gun owners in this country. Right. Because it would probably apply not only to post offices, but to a lot of other federal facilities, too. If you have an office, if you have a meeting or an appointment with the um, uh, Social Security Administration, have a question about your Social Security benefits, can't carry in there. If you have a, you need to go and see, God forbid, the IRS, want to go talk to the, their local office, you can't carry there. So all of these federal offices uh, where the public has business on a regular basis should be um, places where the Second Amendment fully applies. Now, will that be extended to courthouses? Probably not. Will it be extended to um, other so-called sensitive places, that's going to be have to be adjudicated over time of uh, what, what, what is going to be off limits and what isn't. But I, my guess is that the average Joe will be able to carry a gun in federal offices, most federal offices, once this, this is all, um, once this is all going through the courts and uh, all said and done. It's a very good news. Hmm. Now, was has that always been that way, or did that start when everybody st- we started having these guys that were postal workers going in there and uh, going postal, as they would say? I, I think that probably predates that. I don't know because that was what back going postal was a thing back in the eighties. That was before I paid attention to 
to gun laws in this country. So I, I'm not sure myself. My guess is that it's always been that way, but I'm not sure why not. The inception of that really happened. Well, I mean, the, the thing about this, uh, you know, when, like in my area where I live, it's shall issue, right? And if you go into a place like that where they have a uh, where they have a, gun, a carrying a gun to prohibition, then you then you got to roll the dice and leave your gun in the car, which yep. lots of cars get broken into, and you get your gun lifted. And uh, then your gun is out there, and it now falls into the black market. And, uh, I mean, I certainly don't want that, not just from the standpoint of losing it materially, but just from the uh, idea of it being used in a crime. I, I don't want that. And, uh, Correct. you know, that's that's the part where uh, I, I look at those things, and that's just a dumb rule. It is a dumb rule, and it makes it dangerous because it makes people uh, – it makes people handle their firearms more. You know, right. If you have to unholster and put it in your center console and then reholster, every time you handle your firearms, chance for a negligent discharge. Um, another thing that people don't realize is they, that they assume that when they drive out of the post, post office parking lot, um, they're okay to leave the gun in their car uh, and then go in and uh, put it back in their holster when they come out. Technically, they're breaking the law. They're breaking federal law as soon as they drive onto the post office parking lot. That's postal service property, and that is a gun-free zone just as much as the inside of the post office. Uh, I don't know that the postal service has prosecuted people that way in the past. Um, I guess that they probably haven't, but technically they could. Well. I think that's a good idea to have. Although, uh, do we know? Um, do we know anything about how often crimes are committed at post offices? Uh, I don't. You could certainly, could certainly Google that. I know it happens relatively frequently anywhere that, where the public is. Um, the public is involved. Uh, you're going to get crimes. Um, I don't think a lot of people rob post offices, but. You know, things happen. All, you know, uh, like you said, cars broken into. Um, I don't have those statistics, though. Those were the days. Those were the days where, you know, when, uh, as a matter of fact, in England, one of the things that they break into the most are post offices. because, And I think that has to do more with the cash that was available in a post office at the time. I don't know what it's like now. But those were the days when, uh, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put some of that stuff that goes, but it, it's nice that they've lived to that. Now, all they got to do is just uh, the next thing I want to see is I want to see them get out there and I'd like to see them make a private business. If they make their business, a gun free zone to where they have to assume liability. If something bad happens inside their gun free zone, I'd love to see that too. Yeah. Just to be clear for your, for your listeners, don't walk into your post office tomorrow with a handgun and expect that that's okay. Now the post office hasn't changed their policies right. and that, judge's ruling only applied to the defendant in this case all she did was drop the charges against it right i'm sure there's going to be more more 
court cases and follow-ups that will have wider application, but uh, nothing has changed nationwide yet. Gotcha. All right. Well, pay attention to that. That matters. That does matter. Um, So we won't be talking to Dan next week, but we will get a after-action. Will you be back on the following weekend? I shall. Okay. So we'll get an after-action review about... uh, about SHOT Show and what you saw of SHOT Show and what you think of SHOT Show. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, sir. Yes, sir. Shootingnewsweekly.com. Breaking news at your fingertips. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. Darren Tactical Innovations is the ultimate one-stop shop for all your competition, law enforcement, and military needs. Home of the weapons of WIC. Now featuring the new Pit Viper, Terran is the one who trained the one. And he is Hollywood's go-to for taking the weapons and training to the next level. His legacy of championship wins, spanning across decades, is due to his uncompromising dedication to perfection. These innovations are now offered to you at TerranTactical.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 212 8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com.